right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Dark Side Podcast. I'm Grant. I'm Thomas. And we are here with Mr. Charles Tuttle. He's been teaching at Country Day for 10 years as an astronomy and physics teacher. So I'd say his love for Star Wars perfectly complements his profession. Mr. Tuttle has been a Star Wars fan for 42 years. And if you've ever been in this classroom, you would know with all the Star Wars posters. Um, thank you for joining us. Uh, thank you for having me. Just to start us off, uh, how did you start your Star Wars fandom? How did it all begin? I have a brother who's 12 and a half years older than I am. So I was born in 73. So at the age of four, I was dragged over to the movie theater. Because uh, where we lived in Raleigh, um, where we lived across the street was a mall and had a, had a cinema there. And so um, him being 16, 17 years old, he wanted to go see Star Wars and he had to take care of me and so i got to see star wars and you know 77. that's it that's how it began right, that's how we, so i don't remember me honest i don't remember much about the movie i mean the sounds and everything and i just remember him coming out acting like luke and you know saber battle stuff but then when empire came out i was old enough to appreciate that and of course empire is the best sequel to any yeah. movie i was franchise ever so. i was about to ask you is would that be your favorite star wars movie I would say, yeah, Empire followed, you know, and of course the original trilogy, but then like Rogue One was fantastic. Rogue, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Uh, the prequels and then the sequels. Oh, yeah, that's granted, it. It's just because I'm old, right? And, <laughs> and it's like I have this idea of what Star Wars is supposed to be to me. And, you know. I kind of feel like that it's, there's a lot of different generations of like Star Wars fans. You have people who grew up on the original trilogy, prequel fans. Um for me, it was more Clone Wars because oh yeah, I think was like two thousand eight they 2008 came out. Started. Yeah, so that was like Dope series. Yeah, it was an awesome series. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I remember I'm not allowed to watch TV during the uh, school week, so I would record <laughs> them on Saturday morning. I'd go get my bowl of cereal, wake up at like crack at dawn, and watch them. So the Clone Wars was always super special to me. All right, I'm here with Dr. Chapman. Dr. Chapman, what is your favorite Star Wars movie? Oh, which one did I just say? Return of the Jedi. Return of the Jedi. Revenge of the Sith. Revenge of the Sith. What are your thoughts on the um, sequel trilogy that recently came out? I mean, first movie was pretty great. Force Awakens, I thought was good. And then the other two were just really underwhelming. Awesome. Thank you, Mac. You mentioned something, the sequel trilogy. That's a hot topic that we wanted to dive into a little bit. Tell me a little bit about your thoughts on that. You know, to me, and you're probably going to get to it, what they did with the sequels is what they did with the latter half of Book of Boba Fett. And so it just, mm-hmm. you know, it just irks yeah. my nerves. But because, um, again, the potential was seriously there. And for me, they've ruined the Boba Fett character in the same way that mm-hmm. they kind of took away some of the aspects from that. Yeah, let's get into the Book of Boba Fett a little bit. Mm-hmm. I thought the beginning of the show was fine, but then it turned into like something that wasn't even about both. It turned into more like Mandalorian. Like, yeah. Well, before that, it turned into a horrible episode of the Power Rangers with, <laughs> with, the, with mods all the, yeah, the mods and their Vespas. From you know, yeah, that like, was the I worst chase scene I've ever <laughs> it's, seen. Yeah, it's like again, it's like who are you pandering to with this? Because you know, you've got his you know the thing that's almost like you know like dances with wolves, but dances with Tuscan Raiders. That you know the 
the whole idea is connecting with these indigenous peoples and making all that happen mm-hmm. cool. And then, yeah, you know, I didn't mind that. You start bringing that. in some of the stuff from, again, like the comic books and the other literature um, with, you know, Wookiee bounty hunters. Black because Sin, it was yeah. like, like fantastic. The, the, you know, the knuckles and stuff is like fantastic. And then it just went like, okay. And like, okay, we really, you know, kind of did something wrong here. Let's, let's, let's go ahead and bring, you know, Din Djarin back in. And those two episodes are season three of the Mandalorian. Right. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but then towards the end, they ruined that with, but it just, it, it kind of, now you're shifting, you're making the Mandalorian real cheesy. But that opening five minutes of that episode where the Mandalorian's <laughs> in that meat house. Yeah. And just I was, going, I was like, finally they're back on track. And I was like, hmm. Yeah. <sighs> I had high expectations. I really like John Favreau a lot. And I had high expectations, but they didn't quite meet my expectations. So I just wonder what Disney said to them. Because, you know, you look at the trajectory of the shows, like The Mandalorian, and it's like, here's Boba Fett, the original mm. one who, like, a lot of us in my generation were like, yeah, this guy's so awesome, bounty hunter. Even though he only had, like, minimal screen time. Just right. the, the cult of Boba Fett was huge. Um, and they didn't do nearly with him what they did with Din Djarin, with, with The Mandalorian. Right. And if they would have kept that track and... It could have been something really awesome, but again, yeah, I mean, even like the townspeople and the mods coming together, fighting that little scene. Mm-hmm. It's like, and then the rancor, like King Kong. Oh yeah, riding the rancors. Like, oh, and again, what what about with your you know your guys and the X wings? It's like right. all these droids are coming through. Yeah, we know that again. Why did it's like, hey, we got this massive gang fight going on. They We're just, just trying to give speed and tickets. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, I've seen a few memes about that. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. I mean, it's just like, just the idiosyncrasies and just the, like you said, the wasted opportunities for it all. Yeah, I got really excited when they brought uh, Cad Bane back into it. They ruined Cad Bane, too. I, I mean, if yeah. you watch Clone Wars, if you watch... He's one of my favorite... Oh, yeah. He's my by far my favorite bounty hunter. One of my favorite characters in Star Wars. Yeah. He, I mean, in the Clone Wars, he was... I mean, he was fighting Quinlan Voss and Obi-Wan Kenobi Everyone. at the same time yeah. and, like, got away. He's a beast, and, and then, then he gets if you and also I feel like the show might have been a little better if they brought him into it earlier instead of they, I feel like they kind of just rushed him, put him in the show just to die kind of because yeah. he was in it. He had that cool showdown with Cobb Vance. I yeah. thought he was gonna be like, you know, yeah. but and I thought he actually shot um, um, at the end of first season of Mandalorian. I thought he was the one that shot, uh, not. I want to say Krennic. No, I don't Finnick know why. Finnick Shen. Finnick. Yeah. Like Cad Bane just kind of like got ruined for me. I wanted him to kind of just destroy um, Boba Fett a little bit. Just because I know everyone, everyone, there's so many people that love Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. And then I'm I'm chilling with uh, Cad yeah, I mean, Bane. Yeah, I mean, he did humble him a little bit. But I, like you said, the, the whole arc should have been like Cad Bane comes, completely beats down Boba Fett, right? right. Leaves him in the street. Do we do we do? Like the, the classic Western thing. Yeah. And then it leaves Cad Bane open for his for, own series. Like, why mm-hmm. would you have him take a gaffy stick straight? I mean, come on. I saw um, you know, the number of people that have been like, okay, you ruined Boba Fett, but now if you, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll follow you on Cad Bane now. Right? I saw I saw some theory that, um, you know how, like, people would get the mods and not die like Cad Bane. Uh, I saw something that, something on his suit was still beeping, so he's, like, still alive or something. Huh. But I don't know. They keep bringing people back. Uh, <laughs> it's just going to be kind of a lot. Um yeah, so I like see with Fennec Shen getting the mods for her stomach or whatever. I'm like, yeah, a savior. Soka, if they ruin Soka, oh, yeah. oh my god! I'll be. At first, because again, like, Clone Wars, right? Yeah, and Rebels too, but so Clone Wars mainly. But 
when when uh, the Clone Wars came out, did you wa- did you watch the Clone Wars as soon as it came out? Yeah, I was I was ridiculed at, in my household because you know I'm a forty something. Yeah, at first, <laughs> at first, what did you think about Ahsoka? Because I, I I I per- I wasn't old enough to be like seeing what people were saying about it, but like looking back at like when the Clone Wars the movie came out, I was like, all right, who's who's this girl? Right, and that was the thing too. I mean, but it's okay. So Luke, you know, uh, Anakin takes on, you know kind of this Padawan that's going to come in. And, again, her species and stuff. So it was neat to see it. But, again, it's kind of like, okay, so I know it's a cartoon already, right? It's got to kind of take, you know. Yeah. But then you're bringing, like, a little kid in it. But, cool, they're also not being, you know, they're trying to be more inclusive with gender and all that. But even back when I was younger, I remember there were girls that liked Star Wars. Not as, nowhere near as many. Because um, then you started getting all the stuff about who should like certain stuff. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I thought it was, it was neat. And then the potential. And then, of course, as you see her growing up, it's, it's, I, mean, you know. I, th- I think they did a great job. I yeah. love how she like left the order and everything. She's mm-hmm. not a Jedi. Correct. I thought she was good in rebels too. I'm not, I've watched rebels like all the way through once, but I've Didn't never really, I like went back to rewatch. Um, I forgot what the episode was called. It was, it was when, uh, Maul came back and right. fought, um, Obi-Wan, but that, that was the only time I really would rewatch it. Clone Wars was really just my thing. Correct. Um, to switch gears a little bit, you could be one Jedi. Who would you be? I could be. Oh, so, so I, I know my Jedi, answer. Not, not someone who has like the word, but a specific Jedi. Yeah. I mean, like you already mentioned, Plo Koon was cool. He was he was cool. Um, but um, again, for me, I got to go back to Empire and stuff, and like you know, Yoda was so ridiculously strong with the Force, yeah. and mm-hmm. then the angry flea against Count Dooku, right? Like. Right. Just him going off, just like here's this old little thing, and then um, so I mean, of course, but that's just like you're looking at the guy that's like most probably Mace Windu. Mace Windu. I just wanted him to go full Samuel L. Jackson at some point. <laughs> yeah, but it was like that was Mace Windu, Windu who didn't like really exist, right? Um, I thought that was a really strong. to live in the Star Wars universe, like Bounty Hunter, Jedi, Sith, what would you choose? Loki Bounty Hunter. Bounty Hunter would be awesome. I actually really enjoyed Han Solo's lifestyle of just like traveling in his ship and just like having Chewie there and just, you know, going to the towns and hanging out and not caring. There's must be nice. Yeah, so if you could choose a Star Wars lifestyle, whether it be Jedi, uh, uh, Spice Runner, what would, what, what would it be? Um, you know, it's funny. It's like we, uh, you know, the, the Jedi are supposed to be like the, the heroes and all that stuff. But I always find it funny that as you're driving, very rarely, you know, you might see some rebel insignias here and there, but you always see like stormtroopers. So like, I don't know what it is about everyone who's like, like, Envision themselves as a stormtrooper. Like, what would the daily life of a yeah. stormtrooper be? They want to be with it, but um, I don't know. Actually, I think it uh, kind of go against the grain. I think it'd be pretty dope to be like a Sith Lord, as opposed to yeah. 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 I mean, not that you want to get away with murder, literally, because you know. No, yeah. I mean, if you but, take that, but the out whole of it. idea of like you know the whole you're not bound really by anything but i don't know i think a, a, a wookie bounty hunter would be dope yeah i think i think <laughs> my if i were answer i would say bounty hunter because i mean yeah. 
I think the bounty hunters are always the coolest characters in all of Star yeah. Wars. It's so like I said, I think that'd be it for me. I think realistically, a Wookiee bounty hunter. If I <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you, are you a big fan of the comics? I haven't read any of them. I mean, it's been a long time since I've read really yeah, any I, comics, but some of the newer stuff supposedly is like really good. I know the Darth um, Vader comics are supposed to be pretty good. I like. You can go on YouTube and listen to someone read it to you, exactly. <laughs> but I haven't actually bought them and read That's them. That's how myself. lazy we've got. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Um, but you read some of the books. I just got the Thrawn trilogy of books. Oh, that is so awesome. I. Like barely started, I'm like three pages in, but oh no, they're great. Um, yeah, that, that's what I heard. And they were supposed to be the sequels, um, and then and back when they came out, and um, it was treated as like this is the story that Star Wars is taking, and then they're like, oh no, nope, we're not going to count anymore. We're going to do these other movies instead. Uh, and so like having Thrawn show up would have been just like awesome. We'll probably see him in a Ahsoka. Hopefully, hopefully. But yeah, when you get through, you know. Because they go to Kashyyyk. I mean, it's it's great. The, I mean, I've reread that trilogy like at least four times. Um, but yeah, it's a and also the, the author David is is uh, I've read a bunch of his other stuff as well. Uh, but yeah, they picked a great person to carry that forward in the vein of what was happening. But then when they dismissed it, there was uh, before you were born, right? Which is so funny to say that there were a lot of grumblings about that. About like, why are you taking this away? This is what it should have been. Blah blah. Right. I would be surprised if they don't bring him back because he is mentioned in, mentioned in season two of The Mandalorian. There's a when, Grand Admiral somewhere. Didn't yeah, it? yeah. You're listening to the Dark Side Podcast, a production of the podcast slash journalism class with Kick at Charlotte Country Deck. could choose any color lightsaber what color would you choose probably blue i'm not gonna lie i'm a classic man a royal blue light lightsaber royal blue lightsaber classic love to hear it green red's too aggressive yeah um just another quick question what is your favorite lightsaber color we asked a lot of people this. Yeah. We got a lot of blues. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, well, if you were a Sith Lord, it would probably exactly. be red. Right, almost. Or purple. Well, obviously, like purple because it makes money. And it was, it was the original, like, uh, color. Um, and the idea that yellow, because the yellow kyber crystal stuff doesn't exist. And so there's this, like, little, you know, little joke for, there for like, something way back as a meme. But um, purple. But, of course, I had to go with the classic Vader one because, again, that's where you really get the epic nature of what a lightsaber is. And, of course, they did a phenomenal job at the end of Rogue One. Mm-hmm. You know, you just see the hallway. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. um, and then there was a meme of that, like, it's like, you know, be the light at the end of someone's tunnel, right? <laughs> and it's, like, funny because, like, no, you know what's about to happen. Um, but, yeah, like, that's why that's why I got the, the vintage Vader saber from yeah. Disney because it's, you know. There's something about Star Wars and hallway scenes that they always kill it. You got Luke, Luke has yeah. his, Vader has his, Maul has his in the Clone Wars. Oh yes, there's just there's like 
there's nowhere to go. Exactly. And just that raw, like, oh, just tear the, through the everybody. Factor of I gotta face this thing. <sighs> I can't go left. I can't go right. I can only run away. But if I turn my back, I know I'm dead. So it's yeah. basically the whole idea is like you're in this tunnel, this hallway. You literally have to face your fears, face your opponent. There is nowhere else to go. And so it sets up this fight or flight response, but flight's not an option. Right. And yeah. so it sets up these epic fight battles from a psychological standpoint, you know. And that's why they do evoke that in us. It's like I can't I can't go anywhere and if I turn around I'm dead. So I, I've got a I got a man up and a woman up or Jedi up and face this thing. Exactly. Uh, Mr. Tuttle, thank you very much for coming on our podcast. Um, it was great listening to your thoughts and your opinions on all of our questions. Um, everyone stay tuned for another Dark Side podcast episode, possibly in the future.